It's a very different kind of morning, isn't it? But then Christmas is a kind of a different time of year. And uh, we have all sorts of different people that we see at Christmas time. And uh, there's all sorts of different stuff going on. And, and this service is a little bit like that, isn't it? We've got all sorts of different bits and pieces happening. Um, who likes presents? It was a leading question because I've got some presents I'm going to give out. Um, but it's kind of... Um, I'll do it as I go because that way it'll keep you listening. Won't it? I'll tease you. I've now set the scene. There are presents, which is great, but you just don't know when they're going to come. Leo started off this morning by reading um, a couple of verses from Isaiah, which I just wanted to pick up on. Um, For to us a child is born, for to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end. Um, when we were thinking about this morning and what would we, what would we want to focus on this morning, because um, obviously it's Christmas, which is fantastic, but what specifically do you, do you want to engage with this morning? We, um, as a, a group of leaders, just thought about this um, a few weeks ago, and it just felt right that we just took a moment to focus on the Prince of Peace and, um, you know, because my, my, um, what I understand is that we as a group of people are gathered here this morning and we, every single person here is important and significant to God. Do you believe that? And we may never all be in the same room again, just us. And so I thought, what, I wonder what the Holy Spirit wants to speak over us this morning, over each one of us. And the fact that we're all here. And I just felt that there was something of his peace that he just wanted us to receive in a new way, in a fresh way. Um, So uh, that's why I wanted to pick up on that. In this verse, it says, of the increase of his government and of his peace, there will be no end. Government feels like a little bit of a boring word to mention at Christmas time, doesn't it? Except, um, I think I mentioned this last year. If we think of government as actually the development, the... Um, the focus of creating a healthy, happy family, society, and community, then actually if we think that heaven is focused on making this place a healthy, happy family, community, society, then actually government begins to sound like a bit more of an interesting word, doesn't it? And I wonder what sort of expectation in life you live with. Are you the kind of person that imagines that things in life are going to get better or that things in life are going to get worse? It's a rhetorical question. You don't all have to shout out your answers at me. But I just wonder how you're wired. You know, do, you, do you see things on television or see news stories even locally, things that are going on, and see things as being in decline, things as getting worse? Because as we look at this, this says that what heaven understands is that of the increase of their government, and of peace, there will be no end. So heaven's expectation of what is going to happen around us is that things are going to improve. They're going to get better. Is that good? Yeah? Um, What about this thing of peace? Because... um, we often think of there being peace time. We think of peace as being when it's peace and quiet. We think about, so therefore, the absence of noise, or we think about the absence of war. 
But actually, for there to be peacetime, for there to be a kingdom of peace, there has to be a king who governs this kingdom of peace, doesn't there? And so peace actually ultimately isn't just about the absence of something. It is about things being restored to the way that they were always meant to be. Things being restored to the way that the creator, the one who designed everything, intended. It's almost like it's coming back to the way the manufacturer ever intended the thing to happen. And so for there to be peace, it's actually about the substance of someone. It's not the absence, it's about the substance, it's about the presence of someone. And of course he's the king of this kingdom of peace, isn't he? And we, we were thinking about, about covenant a few weeks ago here in Oasis, and we, the way to think about covenant is actually we, we are in a, in a contract with, we are hand in hand with. A marriage is a covenant relationship, isn't it, that you see when a couple get married. And actually because of Jesus, he's brought us into a covenant relationship where we are now hand in hand with the king of this kingdom of peace. Now that changes the way we do life, doesn't it? It changes the way we hear news stories. It changes the way that we see world events taking place or local events. Or maybe it changes the way we think about our own situation. Because the chances are there's difficult things that we maybe are navigating in life. Whether that's health issues, whether that's relationship issues, financial issues, whatever they are. And we can think in terms of us having to handle those things on our own. Or we can recognise that actually we are with the Prince of Peace all the time. That he is Emmanuel, that he is with us. It's never just you anymore, you are with him. Um... So that changes our expectation, doesn't it? As we, as we go through this Christmas season, you know, I don't know what's going to happen on the, on the, when I switch my television on over Christmas. And often there are difficult things that happen, aren't there? And, and, and there's all sorts of things going on. But I know that heaven's perspective, heaven's intent, is that there will be an increase of peace amongst us. There will be an increase of peace on the earth and that actually things will be restored to the way that they were always intended to be. Um, let's give out a present. Who would like a present? Natty, here you go bud. Happy Christmas. Okay, now before I give you the present, right, I just, I just, now Natty, what, did anyone notice what Natty did as soon as I, I offered him a present? He put his hand out. Why did he put his hand out? Here you go, Natty. Thank you. To receive it. Natty had to believe that there was a present, didn't he? He had to believe it was actually there. And this verse starts off with, For to us a child is born, a son is given. To us a son is given. D- did you know that heaven actually gave Jesus? There was intent in it, wasn't there? It wasn't just... Um, that Jesus randomly materialized. We read those verses earlier on for a reason because we wanted to make a point that heaven gave Jesus. There was purpose behind it. And believing that is the most significant part of this because we have to believe that he's been given in order to receive him. Natty would never be able to enjoy the present if he didn't believe that I was actually offering it. Otherwise he would have just kind of said, no, I'm, I'm not, oh, no, thank you. I don't believe you. And, um, you know, I, was, I, I read this verse the other day that just got me really excited. Um, 
We have come to know and to believe the love that God has for us. This was um, in 1 John. And I just, you know when you read the Bible and you can read through verses and sometimes you just, you, you can't necessarily remember what you're reading, but other times you read a verse and it just, it just stops you in your tracks. Do you ever have that? I love that about the Bible. And so I had this moment where this verse just stopped me. We have come to know and to believe the love that God has for us. I found myself just sitting there thinking... I have come to know, and I do believe the love that he has for me. And just like Natty now is believing the chocolates, <laughs> you know, we, we can believe, can't we? And in believing, there is a receiving of him. And then the scary situations that we are facing that are robbing us of peace and joy don't look so scary because we realise that we are hand in hand with the Prince of Peace himself, that he's been given to us. Um, Let's have another one. Simeon straight to his feet. Let's let's pick someone else. I'm going to go, I'm going to go older. Coming over this way. Jeremy, there you go. Happy Christmas, bud. You know, the point of giving these presents out is that I'm giving them. It's, it, you, you can't get the presents unless I give it to you. You can't forcibly take it from me. I'm, I'm giving out the presents. And um, I'm feeling like Father Christmas. <laughs> um, and uh, it's, it's even more significant than believing that you, you can receive the present. The most significant thing is to realize that, that the Father gave the Son. Whether you believe it this morning or not, whether you believe in Jesus this morning or not, it actually doesn't make a jot of difference because the Father has given him to you. He get, gave him to us. Now, what you choose to do with that information is up to you. You can choose to reject him. You can choose to keep the present sat on the table in front of you and ignore him. As long as you want to do that, that's absolutely fine. But he's not going anywhere. (laughs) He's not going anywhere because he loves you and he's been given by a father who loves you and wants relationship with you. And what the father knows is what's in the present is much, much more exciting than just leaving it there sat on the side. And actually, let's take it one step beyond. We're not just talking about chocolates, are we? We're talking about a person. We're talking about someone to have relationship with. Now, that's a much more exciting present, isn't it? It's not just an inanimate object. It's not just something that's going to be here today and then it's going to be gone by Boxing Day. We're talking about Jesus being for all of our lives, not just in this lifetime, but through and on into eternity. That's the present that's on offer. Isn't that great? Um, I've got one more present. They're getting bigger. So who wants the last present? Okay, I'm going to give this one. We'll come this side. I'm just being fair. I went that side first of all, so now we'll come this side. There you go. Happy Christmas. You see, the point is that there's an increase. I thank you. 
fortunately, celebrations come in various sizes, which suited me down to the ground. Um, it's about increase. You have to live. If, 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 you're, if you've accepted the first bit of this, okay, if you've accepted that, okay, Jesus is absolutely real, if the increase of his peace, of his government in my life and the people around me, if that is absolutely true, then you have to accept the next bit, which is that there's more for you. Did you know that in 2016 you can experience more of God than you did in 2015? There's more. There's more for you. That's why the box of chocolates gets bigger. Because there's more. And there's more. And there's more. I haven't got any more. They don't make a bigger box. But but with Jesus it's different, isn't it? Because there's always more. And so I wanted to finish with us um, thinking about some um, declarations. We've we've come to love a a declaration in this church. Um, and uh, I thought I'd write some specific peace-related declarations. Do you know what a declaration is? It's a collective agreement where we articulate something collectively, which is truth. And the Bible talks about there's power in the things that we say. Do you know your words have power? Yes? Okay, so when we declare things that are true, there is power in that. It's like when you pray. Have you ever noticed when you pray, people say amen at the end? Yeah, people say amen at the end of a prayer. They say amen because they're agreeing with what you've just said. If they don't agree with it, they probably shouldn't say amen at the end. And so in a way, what I wanted us to do was to read through some declarations together and to declare it over ourselves and over this church and this body of people that are here today. Does that sound good? Shall I just read you what these are? They're probably going to come up on the screen. Um, Here we go. um, I'm just going to read them first because I want you to get a feel for them before we actually all say them together. Is that okay? Okay. Thank you, Jesus, that you are the Prince of Peace and have been given to me, those around me, and everyone else on the earth. I've put some little Bible verses for these just so that you know that I'm not just making it up. That's important, isn't it, in church? You don't just want to think that the guy at the front isn't making it up. And, um, um, but I thought, actually, if you want a copy of these later um, and you want to look the verses up, then we'll, we'll stick them on the church Facebook page or, or something like that, and then you can have them. Um, Thank you that you are forever faithful and that we can trust you in all circumstances. Do you believe that? All circumstances, you can trust him. Trusting you for tomorrow, therefore, makes perfect sense. If the first bit's true, then that next bit must be true, mustn't it? It must make sense. If you can trust him in all circumstances, then you can trust him for tomorrow. That just makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah? Okay, next one. Thank you that I'm clothed in your peace like a good pair of shoes, and I take you with me wherever I go. That's true as well, isn't it? You're never without him. Never without him. Um, Thank you that you are perfect love and fear is never, ever, ever a match for you. Living fear-free is absolutely possible, isn't it? You didn't give me a spirit of fear. You gave me an awesome spirit of love, power and a sound mind. Yeah? These are good. Okay, next one. I expect peace and joy to manifest in my life and increasingly in the lives of those who come into contact with me. Do you believe that one? 
Yeah? <laughs> I'm almost convinced that you do. As I co-labor, as, sorry, as I co-love the world around me, I expect to see peace on earth spreading like wildfire and impacting the nations. Do you like that one? Okay. Are you up for, sh- for, for us declaring these together? Yeah, if you came just thinking this was going to be a sweet carol service um, and a, a, you know, a cutesy children's song, then uh, we have done that as well, haven't we? But we are a people of power, and there is purpose in what God is doing on the earth, and we are part of that. And we've got a, a new year ahead of us to see this stuff manifest more and more and more everywhere we go. Shall we stand? Okay, let's take it back to the beginning. All right, band, do you guys want to come up? Let's, um, let's put some background music to this. We are so slick, aren't we, in this church? <laughs> We're going to have a carol after this, a rousing one, I think. Children, you guys have been great this morning. Thank you so much for listening and for being part of what we've done. And uh, we are very nearly finished, but let's just do these together. Are you ready, band? Thank you very much. Okay, so we're going to say these nice and loudly over the cello. This is good. Okay, are you ready? Thank you, Jesus, that you are the Prince of Peace and have been given to me, those around me, and everyone else on the earth. Thank you that you are forever faithful, that we can trust you in all circumstances. Trusting you for tomorrow therefore makes perfect sense. Thank you, I'm clothed in your peace like a good pair of shoes and I take you with me everywhere I go. Thank you, you are perfect love and fear is never, ever, ever a match for you. You did not give me a spirit of fear. You gave me an awesome spirit of love power and a sound mind I expect peace and joy to manifest in my life and increasingly in the lives of those who come into contact with me as I co-love the world around me I expect to see peace on earth spreading like wildfire and impacting the nations yeah father I want to thank you that you have called us to be a people of peace You've called us to live it, to enjoy it, to enjoy you, and to, in, uh, to see that increase around us, to see us be able to create literally an environment around ourselves where your peace manifests. And so, Father, I just want to pray for everybody here, Lord, as we go into this Christmas season, that we would experience your peace, that any fears would be literally sent out from us, 
things that take us over, things that keep us up in the night, whatever it is that worries us, Lord. I want to thank you that you are here, that you are large, you're in charge. (laughs) And Father, I want to thank you that you have given us this opportunity to enjoy you and enjoy life with you and with those around us. So thank you, Father, and increase this amongst us. Amen.